At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Picasso knows your vacation home is your best home. It's the place that brings family and friends together. It's where you're the best version of yourself. Picasso makes it easy to co-own a luxury vacation home in amazing locations. Listings start at 200K for one-eighth ownership. Picasso does all the work for you. Luxury furnishings, maintenance, billing, scheduling, and more. And you can resell on Picasso's marketplace anytime, historically for a 10% gain. Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O dot com. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. It's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. This is our very first episode as Locatora Radio for the My Cultura Network. We're beyond thrilled. We're in a legitimate studio space and we have not seen the inside of one of these in many years. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta, at eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators make sure you never get faked over. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover the NBA on a daily basis. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast presented as always by SeatGeek. I am Joe Cardosi joined by Mr. Jim Eichenhofer. And Jim, 
Uh, we've, we've, we're done with the preseason now, and we're rolling on to the regular season. It's good to see you, man. We've got some fun guests, actually a fun guest uh, today on the podcast. We really do, and we've, we ate our vegetables. We took our medicine. Yeah. Preseason is over. Now it's time to get to the fun stuff, to dive into like a giant bowl of ice cream and eat yeah. all of the worst possible food that we can. <laughs> um, so I can't wait. I'm, I'm so excited for Wednesday. Um, it's been a game that I think people have been looking forward to for a long time. But yeah, a- Antonio is a great person to talk to. Um, I, he has such a great combination to me of enthusiasm for basketball, enthusiasm for the city of New Orleans and the Pelicans, but also the experience that he has of the perspective that David Wesley's another guy that I just, both of those guys I love just sitting down and talking to them during the season about how things are going. There's just a different level of appreciation and recognition that they have for player development, some of the th- individual things that they do do and don't like about certain players of what what they're doing. Um, And AD gets into that a lot and I think has a lot of really interesting um, perspective on the different players, especially the young guys on the Pelicans, but always fun and always really informative, which I think is one of of the reasons why the fan base seems to just love him. And he also has a Sirius XM NBA show. So, I mean, the guy knows a ton and is watching everything constantly. And Joel Myers the same way. They they have to be knowledgeable about everything around the NBA because when you have a show like that on Sirius XM, people could call you about anything, and you need to know. Yeah, they're okay, ready to tear you up. Yeah, and they're they're ready to debate you about who the backup power forward on the Utah Jazz is going <laughs> to be this year. So you better know your stuff. Yeah. And AD certainly does. Yeah, Jim Jim uh, gave you a little hint there. Who's our guest today? Antonio Daniels of Valley Sports, and of course Sirius XM. Uh, former player, all-time great trash talker as well. Uh, we we love uh, having Antonio Daniels. It, just talking to him about anything is fun. But, man, when he really gets into the meat and potatoes of basketball, you know you've got a fun ride on your hands. And speaking of trash talking or maybe just exchanges with fans and people on Twitter, I always love the fact that AD is very open to – you know, back and forth with people and just receptive to that. Yeah. And as I've always said, like since the dawn, the advent of Twitter, if you're not going to interact with people, like what's the point? Like, isn't that's the thing that I think makes it um, a positive. I, it can be a negative at times, obviously, yeah. but, um, to say the least, but just being able to have, being able to have people just reach out to you the way that people do with AD and the fact that he's willing to kind of engage with them, I think is great. Um, we, we talk a little bit of in the interview with AD about he had an exchange with someone on Twitter who said that tweeted basically to directly to AD like man the players are going to be really disappointed if they don't finish as a top 5 team in the west and AD immediately had a, a problem with that notion and i think the person also said that the players themselves would tell you that if they don't finish in the top 5 that they'll be disappointed with to which AD and i as well to be honest with you immediately thought like no way that's what? that's that's crazy but um but anyways, that's the to kind of just give some background. That's what we're re- referencing when we we talk about that. Of he he kind of uh, gives a a good rundown of the Western Conference and goes through all the different teams that are going to be very stiff competition for the Pelicans. Yeah, Antonio Daniels has some fun exchanges on Twitter. Uh, as do you. Most of my exchanges on Twitter are people uh, at replying, "Who is this?" Literally, <laughs> and uh, "Are you spam?" Uh, but but it, it's it's a lot of fun when when people engage and they're not just sending notes in a in a bottle 
out there, uh, you know, and, and make it interactive. Antonio Daniels, always fun. Follow him on Twitter at adaniels33. You're missing out if you don't. Uh, so let, let's get into it with Antonio Daniels. He's on the road. He's a busy man, but we we're glad that he was able to join us on the phone on the Pelicans podcast. Let's go to AD now. This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. So we're really happy and proud that My Cultura saw something in us, saw the value in the community that we've built because of y'all and decided to bring us on. And so we're super excited about that. But I think also like I'm very firmly rooted in keeping this as an audio archive and that Locatora is going to continue to mm-hmm. highlight community voices and mm-hmm. folks that don't always get the airtime or media attention that they should. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Did you know that you can now become a shareholder in innovative startups via an investment method under Regulation A of the Securities Act? Less than 15 years ago, a mechanism like this wasn't available, making it difficult for common people to get in early on game-changing ideas in companies like Apple or Tesla. Today, Regulation A gives you the chance to contribute to small companies you believe in and make a difference in the world. One company using this method of fundraising, Aptera Motors, is accepting investments to produce one of the world's first never-charge solar electric vehicles. With its integrated solar package and unique aerodynamic shape, Aptera requires no charging for most daily use. That's in addition to its 1,000-mile range battery pack. Head to invest.aptera.us. That's invest.aptera.us to get in on the investment opportunity that's creating a future free from the gas pump and the charging station. With as little as $1,000, you can join over 15,000 investors to help Aptera transform the future of transportation. Joining us on the Pelicans podcast, you know him, you love him from Bally Sports, uh, Mr. Antonio Daniels on the road joining the podcast. How are you, man? I am awesome, fellas. How are you guys is the question. Always great when I'm with Jim Eichenhoff. <laughs> Likewise, Joe. I, I second that. I second that. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, I think everybody has been looking forward to this week for a long time. So it, it's kind of, it's finally here. It's only a couple days away. I can't wait to get started and tip the season off Wednesday in Brooklyn. So let's go. I, I love the, like, just walking through the city or being in the gym or getting something to eat, whatever it may be, the excitement around this team right now is it's contagious. And you love how it picked up right where it left off last year. You know, if you go back 365 days from the beginning of last season, the Smoothie King Center, um, you wouldn't exactly say it was a packed house. 
right. you wouldn't say it was a sellout, right? But think right. of how the season started and think of how the season ended, you know, with the games against the Phoenix Suns, with the game against the San Antonio Spurs and the play-in. Um, and now selling out in Birmingham and then selling out for the home opener? Yeah. Come on, man. Like, this this energy and, and excitement around this team is contagious. I, I am just as excited about as anyone else is about the start of the season. Yeah, I was going to say, A.D., you've been here a while, and uh, I don't know if I – and I've been here a while, too. I don't know if I can remember a season where there was so much momentum rolling into the start of a new season. I right. mean, does this feel different to you from, from any other season that you've been here? Yeah, it, it definitely feels different because this is the first season – that I've been here where the expectation is heightened. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now a bar is set. A bar, this team set a bar last year in the playoffs, right? Because we have to understand what this team did after starting 3-16. and 16. After 3-16, and 16, they went 33-30. and 30, And if you add in the two playing games, they finished 35-30 and 30 to finish the season off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is without Zion Williamson. Yeah. So the bar was set then. My college coach used to tell me all the time, you know what? You show me what you're capable of. Now you can't go back to that other person. So once you set, set the bar, there's a standard now that you have to reach. And that standard, I feel, is what has fans so excited. AD, you, you mentioned, you know, the excitement from fans. and One, one thing I wanted to, to talk to you about was I saw the other day, maybe you can expound on this, you, you, had a, you were talking with one of the fans uh, on Twitter about kind of where the Pelicans sit in the Western Conference. And I think uh-huh. this person said that basically – it would be a massive disappointment if the Pelicans don't finish in the top five of the West and you kind of push back on that. I mean, can you, how do you look at the West in terms of, and I I agree with you in terms of that um, debate or whatever you want to call it, that like, I think the expectations are super high for this team and people have massive um, belief in them. But at the same time, the competition is so extreme. There's going to be some teams in the West that don't finish in the top six that you're like, this is a loaded squad. So how do you kind of no see, the, see where they are and what they what... – For me, it's great to have expectations. It's great. But you can have expectations, but on the other side of expectation is also reality. So for mm-hmm. me, it's not simply about the Pelicans getting better. We have to look at the Western Conference and the totality of the Western Conference. So what I wrote to him – And the response was why the Pelicans, it's not a massive underachievement if they don't reach top five, Mm -hmm. because we have to understand who else is in the Western Conference. Phoenix, they're one year removed from the finals, right? Yeah, they won 64 games. They won the NBA championship. Dallas made it to the Western Conference finals last year, added JaVale McGee and Christian Wood, a 20 and 10 guy almost, and Christian Wood. Memphis won 56 games. The Clippers, they won 42 games without Kawhi Leonard and added John Wall, right? Mm-hmm. Minnesota, they won 46 games and added Rudy Gobert. Denver won 48 games, and they're getting Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. back. So it, it has nothing to do with simply the Pelicans finishing top five. It has to do with the fact in the totality of the Western Conference, it's a gauntlet. Sure. I didn't name mm-hmm. the Lakers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I didn't name Sacramento. I didn't name Portland. But all these are teams that still want to remain competitive. And I'll tell you this, Jim. I'll tell you this, Joe. For me, underachievement is not simply about the regular season. It's about the postseason. I'll give you a couple quick examples. Do you feel like the Phoenix Suns feel like they had a successful year last year, even though they were number one in the Western Conference in the regular season? 
Right, definitely not. No, no. No question. Dallas. You think Dallas felt like they had a successful season after where they finished in the Western Conference and then making it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. Golden State finished third mm-hmm. in right. the Western Conference Finals and they ended up winning the NBA championship. Yeah. So it's not simply about what a team accomplishes in the regular season. We look at success really with the most important time of the year, which is the postseason. Right. And I saw a couple other people kind of jumped in and, and, talked about too and I agree with the sentiment as well that of course every team in the NBA wants to do as well as they can and win as much as they can and go as deep in the playoffs as they can this season but to me it's not just about this year with the team it's not like you're that's right there's there's certain teams in in the NBA in particular that you could say and even other sports where you say it's all about this season it's all they're all going in this is their last chance this is their window and it's right right exactly but I don't think you can say that with the Pelicans, which is another reason, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, dampen people's enthusiasm or whatever you want to say. But I do think that we have to look at things a little bit longer term. I mean, it would be to me, it would be great to it would be in, an incredible goal this year to achieve to even finish in the top six in the regular season, just so that right. you're not in the play in tournament. And I say that based on the competition level, like the under the recognition and the understanding of, as you just detailed, the kind of teams that you're going up against to be able to finish in the top six this year in the Western Conference with a team that is probably one of the youngest, maybe the youngest among that entire group. I mean, that that would be a big plus. So I definitely don't see it as like, oh, they got to finish top four or top five. The, the thing is, Jim, two things can be true at once. Mm-hmm. Two things can be true at the same time. You can still be excited about this team and the potential of this team while also looking past this year. Sure. So you can be excited about this year, but also understand it's about the future as mm-hmm. well. It's amazing to me, like, how quick the narrative has changed. Yeah. If we started this hashtag last year, you know, change the narrative. CJ McCollum coming here, and as soon as he got off the plane saying New Orleans is where I wanted to be, help change the narrative in the culture here. Like, think about what people were saying about the Pelicans last year. Think about it. Yeah. You know, the jokes, oh, they're 1-12, oh, they're 3-16. and 16. Think about what they're saying about the New Orleans Pelicans now. Two things can be true at once. For sure. You can be very excited about this team going 35-30 and 30 in the last 65 games of the year while also understanding that they signed C.J. McCollum to an extension. They have Brandon Ingram for years to come. They have Zion Williamson for years to come. They have young Trey Murphy, Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado. Those guys are in their second season. So, yeah, you can say on one hand, man, I'm super excited about this year. And on the other hand, realize, man, the future next year, the year after, and the year after are even brighter because this team is going to continue to grow together. Yeah, expectations are fantastic, and we're glad fans have them, but reasonable expectations are more important. I mean, we have draft assets for the future uh, coming up, and also the team is just coming together sort of for the first time with Zion playing with some guys for the first time, second-year guys coming on. I mean, it seems like if if anything, there's wind in our sails, but the but the voyage is just beginning with this team, right? And, and that's the thing that that that's tough. And I know a lot of us wanted to see that in the in the preseason, and it's hard though. It is difficult because what you have to realize, what we have to realize, Zion hasn't played in a regular season game with C.J. McCollum, Herb Jones, Jose Alvarado, Jonas Valanciunas, mm-hmm. Devontae Graham. Uh, C.J. McCollum, you can go down the list of different guys that Zion has not played in a regular season game with. Yeah, It takes a minute to develop chemistry, but that's also a reason to be excited. 
because this league is about firepower. It is an arms race in today's NBA. Plain and simple, any way you break it down. Daryl Morey said that two, three years ago. The NBA has now become an arms race. Strap up. Basically what he's saying, strap up, get as much firepower as you possibly can. And I tell you this, the reason I am so excited, because I don't think there is anyone better to lead this charge right now than Brandon Ingram. Plain and simple. Mm -hmm. I think he is the most underrated player in today's NBA. Brandon Ingram is so freaking good. It is, it's amazing. So when he takes that next step, we're no longer talking about Brandon Ingram, the perennial all-star, right? Mm -hmm. We're going to begin to talk about Brandon Ingram being in the same conversation as some of the elite stars in this league. That's how good and how skilled he is. AD, obviously, you know, everyone is excited about the future. And you mentioned how, you know, it's not just about this season, but down the road. And that's why I wanted to kind of get in with you as a former player who played a long time and had a successful career in the NBA, won a championship, um, kind of going through some of the young guys on the roster and what you've seen from them in preseason games and, and just kind of the development from your perspective as a player who you know knows what it's about in terms of getting better and improving, which is you know something that you did throughout your career. Um, I guess we could start with Herb Jones. I mean, what have you seen from him in terms of just some of the stuff that he's been able to add or some of the things that might be different about his game this year? I, I tell you the thing I, I love about her, uh, you always hear, uh, not just in an athletic sense, but in a life sense, that this person has an old soul, mm-hmm. so to speak. And when Herb Jones came in, I, I thought that, that he was ahead of the game um, as far as uh, his defensive knowledge and understanding was concerned. He was ahead of the game at that time as far as his overall understanding of what the NBA is, is about, it's con- like the way that goes. That, that's what's impressive to me about her. Like his work ethic and his approach is not like young players in today's NBA. He's not worried about some of the stuff that other young players are worried about. And again, I'm not saying it's in a judgmental sense to young players. Sure. To each their own. Do your thing. You know, whatever your thing is, go about it. You go ahead and do it. But for Herb Jones to approach the sport the way that he does, that's what makes you kind of view him differently. You know, he's not worried about the cameras. He's not worried about the social media. He's not worried about all these other stuff. You know what he's worried about? Getting better. Mm -hmm. Getting better. Coming back a different player than he was before. And what I love to see, and I saw this last year, him and Fred Vincent, after every and before every practice in the gym, working on that jump shot. Because you know what it's about? It's about learning to play off your stars. It's about learning to play off of B.I. and Zion and C.J. And Herb has learned to do that, not just with shooting the basketball, but the thing that has impressed me most about Herb is he has understood that it's not just about knocking down shots. You can also cut and move without the basketball and make yourself available. Watch how many cutting and driving layups that Herb Jones gets. Easy baskets to start a game off makes that three-point shot and that pull-up shot a lot easier and more efficient. AD, you mentioned um, the shooting and the work that Herb's done on his shooting. A guy who's been absolutely red hot in the preseason from three-point range, which I think was also the case last year, is Trey Murphy. What do you yeah. think about his the, the steps maybe that he can take this year as a player in his second year? I, I, I'll say this. Trey is going to be so incredibly important to the success of this team. Mm-hmm. I told him um, midway through training camp, 
he is either going to make me look like a genius or an idiot. One of the two. <laughs> because I pick him to to have a breakout season. Yeah. To have a breakout year. When you have guys like Zion and you have guys like B.I. and, and uh, Jonas when he's on that box and C.J. McCollum, those guys need space to operate. Mm-hmm. There's no more valued asset in today's NBA than the ability to shoot the basketball. Again, we can go back to what Daryl Morey said about it being an arms race. Go back and look at what Duncan Robinson signed for and what Davis Berton signed for and what Joe Harris signed for. Those guys are knockdown shooters, and they got paid for their ability to give their star space. But you know what the difference with those guys? Trey Murphy possesses a different athleticism than those guys have mm. with the same clip. Now, he hasn't had the opportunity to show it yet, but the amount of wide-open shots that he is going to get from the amount of gravity that Brandon Ingram and, and Zion Williamson bring with them, he's going to have an amazing year. I don't doubt that one bit. Him going back and forth to Birmingham, really did something for his confidence. And the player that he was when he came back from the G League helped turn this season around for the Pelicans. Speaking of confidence among the young guys, I see a different player with Jose Alvarado. I mean, people loved what he did last year defensively. But, I mean, what have you seen from him in terms of just the confidence level and just what he's been doing offensively? Contracts bring confidence. And me and Jose have talked about this at nauseum this training camp. No, just the difference in his approach and his mentality from this year to last year. The difference is last year, he didn't know he belonged. And we used to sit in the stands after training camp and talk about this a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, I can remember him asking me at that time, AD, do you think I belong in this league? And now when a team reassures you by taking care of you financially, your confidence is through the roof. So now it's like it's different when you're fighting for a spot on the G League team or fighting for a two-way contract as opposed to being a part of the rotation when it matters most. You know, him playing uh, last year in the playoffs, Trey Murphy playing last year in the playoffs, Herb Jones playing last year valuable and meaningful minutes in the playoffs. What you're going to see is a different Jose Alvarado because he's more confident in his role on this year's team. I I couldn't be more excited about these rookies, man. Because they're rookies to me until they reach 82 games. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that I, was our rule. That was our rule. And speaking of rookies, and and speaking of the 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 G League, uh, adding to the confidence. When you look at Dyson Daniels, I know we're not expecting him to start unless something goes wrong. And and a lot of us kind of look at him as as Lanyap. But the the uh, defensive awareness he's already shown. Uh, some right. of the shot making right. he's already shown, the intelligence, the poise. He reminds me of a Herb Jones a good bit. And it seems like that right. G League experience was super valuable. Uh, for him, I mean, what do you think of, of Dyson Daniels' potential? I mean, he's not going to start, hopefully, but he will get minutes, it seems like. Yeah, you know, uh, Joe, that's a good comparison. And comparison, comparing him to Herb Jones, because they have, like, the same temperament. They have the same approach. Both really quiet, and your first thought when you see them is defensively, they're ahead of the curve. Yeah, That's the first thing that stood out to me about Dyson in training camp. Like, gosh, he can really move his feet. And it sounds simplistic. It sounds really simplistic to say, like, man, this particular player does a really good job of staying in between his man and the basket. Like, how simple does that sound? Yeah. Because that's really what defense is. But everybody can't do it. And as skilled as guys are in today's NBA, especially guards, that's very difficult to do. Yeah, I Dyson mean, is 19 years old, yeah. and he plays with a pace that 19-year-olds don't play with. Just the understanding of how to shift gears, how to go from first to third to fifth. Luca 
came in with that. Don't hear what I'm not saying. I'm not comparing Dyson to Luca. What I'm talking about is their pace of play and how it was very, very difficult to speed them up. That's very, very uh, – that's rare for a guy to come in this league at 19 years old and to grasp that concept. You're right. Maybe it was playing in the G League against guys that are playing extremely hard that taught him how to slow down and play at his own pace. But he has that down right now at 19 years old, and that's impressive. Yeah, watching that – I mean, that Dyson Daniels block was one of the most impressive plays I've seen in preseason. Watching him slow up, turn his hips, time that block to where it was all ball. I mean, that that's something that I would be excited about a multi-year player – uh, you know, who's, who's got some some time under his belt doing. But seeing Dyson Daniels do it at 19 was uh, remarkable. Yeah, and, and that's the defensive understanding that that we reference. Like, it's one thing to play defense. It's another thing to understand the nuances of playing defense. So what a lot of guys do, and I reference this on the broadcast, or as far as what was impressive to me. What he did, he didn't go to the guy. He allowed the guy to go to him. You can't dunk the basketball without going to the front or side of the rim, depending on where you are. And you know what he did? He went right up where the guy had to come. He didn't try and meet him at the apex. He met him right a little above 10 feet where the guy had to dunk that basketball. Andre Miller, who was not the best and most athletic point guard that you think about, was so good at doing that. Understanding where you had to go with the basketball and timing dunks to block them. Like, again, but Andre Miller was the NBA vet. Dyson Daniels is 19 years old that is yet to play in a NBA regular season game yet. That's what was so impressive to me as well, Joe. Yeah, I mean, AD, we've joked on some of the earlier re- recent episodes of the podcast about how Willie Green has one of the most difficult jobs in the NBA to try to figure mm-hmm. out how to play all of the guys that have deserved playing time. And, I mean, you watch Dyson Daniels in preseason, and I remember – in the draft and back in June, people before the Pelicans picked him, people were saying, you know, this guy's going to go in the lottery, but it's probably going to take him a couple of years to be able to contribute in a meaningful way on a roster. And then you watch some of the stuff that he does, like you said at 19 and you're like, okay, well, here's another guy, Willie, we need you to play him as well. So I think one of the things that's going to be really interesting Wednesday against Brooklyn. And of course it's not like whatever happens in that game is going to be the way it is the rest of the season, but just to try to figure out like who plays, how many minutes I think Willie definitely has one of the most difficult jobs right now. I I had said too that, you know, jokingly saying like, okay, Willie, well, we have 13 guys with that. We need you to play and they all need to play about at least 25 minutes. So have fun. (laughs) Right. Right. (laughs) Yeah. But you know, the thing is like, that's a, it's a good problem to have, Mm -hmm. right? It's no longer a badge of honor to play 82 games anymore. And guys don't play 82 games anymore. You know, so even if you're not playing a significant amount of time when the year starts, it's not a if situation, it's a win. You're going to play. And in today's NBA, depth is so incredibly important. Because as we've seen in the past, things happen. Things happen. Low management is is a part of today's NBA. Resting guys is a part of today's NBA. Injuries are a part of NBA for the last 75, 76 years. So what I'm saying is depth and bench play is so important. So getting those guys meaningful reps, but also building up the confidence in each other and in the coaching staff to know and understand that if I do need you, I can go to you and get valuable, productive minutes from you. 
Well, AD, I mean, always a great talk. And thanks for hopping on the radio broadcast with Graf the other night, too. That was fun. Jim, you did a little bit of that as well. <laughs> uh, we're looking yep. forward to hearing you all season long and seeing you on Bally Sports. Uh, so keep on keeping on, man. We're looking forward to the season. For sure. I'll see you guys soon. Thank, appreciate you, Jim. Appreciate you, Joe. Thank God you. you guys. Thanks, AD. This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice cold Coke. So we're really happy and proud that My Cultura saw something in us, saw the value in the community that we've built because of y'all and decided to bring us on. And so we're super excited about that. But I think also like I'm very firmly rooted in keeping this as an audio archive and that Locatora is going to continue to mm-hmm. highlight community voices and mm-hmm. folks that don't always get the airtime or media attention that they should. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. Did you know that you can now become a shareholder in innovative startups via an investment method under Regulation A of the Securities Act? Less than 15 years ago, a mechanism like this wasn't available, making it difficult for common people to get in early on game-changing ideas and companies like Apple or Tesla. Today, Regulation A gives you the chance to contribute to small companies you believe in and make a difference in the world. One company using this method of fundraising, Aptera Motors, is accepting investments to produce one of the world's first never-charge solar electric vehicles. With its integrated solar package and unique aerodynamic shape, Aptera requires no charging for most daily use. That's in addition to its 1,000-mile range battery pack. Head to invest.aptera.us. That's invest.aptera.us to get in on the investment opportunity that's creating a future free from the gas pump and the charging station. With as little as $1,000, you can join over 15,000 investors to help Aptera transform the future of transportation. At A Daniels 33 if you would like to engage, maybe you'll be part of the podcast when we smack talk you for saying something dumb to AD. Uh, but but always fun to have him. We're so glad he was able to join us on the road. Uh, Jim, you know, you've been you've been pacing furiously, punching meat, uh, you know, like screaming in the parking lot, ripping your shirt off. Seems like something's on your mind. Man. I love it. Well, well, Joe, um, you know, people have have talked about how somebody who is always in the, the practice gym, always working out. Somebody like Herb Jones yeah. is a gym rat. Yeah, big gym rat. I this is kind of a tribute to Daniel Sellerson, the former host of the show, because R.I.P. He always no, he's still with <laughs> no, us. He's still, <laughs> he's still with. He's us. still he's still breathing. Yes, but he uh, even though his Braves aren't, by the way, <laughs> um, he always used to talk about and kind of make fun of me because I would go on rants. Yeah. So I've started 
a concept that I, I'm going to do periodically on the show that we're going to tentatively call Jim Rant. Uh-oh, Jim Rant. And so, Joe, the first one of the season is going to be kind of about the hype about the 2023 NBA draft and the what I would call the fallout from that. So as a lot of people know, there's a, a ton of excitement over a couple of the players that are projected to be at the top of the draft in June mm-hmm. and how that is going to affect the NBA this year. All right, get ready for a gym rant. Brace <laughs> yourselves. Gym rant. Gym rant. Gym rant. Gym rant. Gym rant. Well, Joe, uh, I, I happen to notice recently in, say, the last week or two, a lot of breathless reporting from various NBA people um, saying this is going to be a race to the bottom like we've never seen. And they are, they're referencing the fact that they expect that there's going to be tanking from various teams. Mm. There's going to be a handful, maybe even more teams than that, that say, we don't want to try to win this year. We want to put ourselves in the best possible position to Always get the number comes one up. Pick. I remember them saying that about the Zion draft, by right, the way. Right, right. And as Daniel and I used to talk about, we hate – Daniel always said, I don't want to talk use the T word. I'm sick of the T word. I'm sick of people talking about the T word. But my, my reaction when I keep hearing people say, Get almost in like a giddy fashion of like, this is going to be great. We're going to see teams – Try to lose. We're going to see teams put the worst possible product they can on the floor. What a great product to watch, huh? (laughs) And my reaction to that is, what are we excited about? That we get to see terrible basketball. That we get to see players that don't belong in the NBA. We get to see players that shouldn't even be on the court in like March and April. So I don't understand why that seems to be the big takeaway from a lot of members of the media. I don't want to make a blanket statement across the board because, but I feel like there's way more people on the board, on the boat of this is exciting. I can't wait. Then there are people like me who have a take that I think needs to be said. Say it. And my take is preach. This is totally pathetic. Yes. It's a loser mentality to think that way. I right. mean, what, what are you covering? What are you hoping to cover? Right. If that's going to be the product, you think that's going to be fun for anyone? And Joe, I'm old enough to remember when losing sports teams were ridiculed, treated like lepers, not praised for quote-unquote inventive strategy or quote-unquote gaming the system. Yeah, which is crazy because you're only 23 years old. <laughs> exactly. That just shows you how quick things have changed I in know, just the man. last 20-ish years, maybe even 15 years. Yeah. People used to say that if you were the worst team in the NBA that you should be embarrassed, that you should hold your head low. Yeah, they were dogs. And not maybe not even show your face in the city that you play in. If you if you win 15 games, spend the entire summer in either in the practice gym trying to get better or locked inside your house so that no one can see you. But I feel like somehow how is it that we've turned this into that we're either praising or saying that this is great that yeah. some of these teams are going to be terrible. Being terrible is not an accomplishment. It's not no. praiseworthy. Anyone could do it. Yes. And Joe, literally anyone. And Joe, I'm confident if an NBA team hired you and I tomorrow to run their front office, that we could figure out a way 
to field an atrocious team and put a terrible team on the court. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's what I would immediately do, no matter how hard I tried, I bet. And, and as I said, that's not commendable. That's not something to be proud of. That's why I don't have that job. <laughs> that's weak, and it should be viewed as embarrassing and not worthy of respect. But somehow that's where we've gotten to at this point with media coverage, where people think that somehow this is a good thing. And I, as you can tell, I harshly <laughs> sweating. disagree with that sentiment. <laughs> yes. um, another thing, too, on the same topic, I remember in 2019 you mentioned the, the Zion sweeps, sweepstakes. Mm -hmm. There were media people who said, to use one specific example, that the Knicks were stunned and disappointed that they didn't win the, the Zion lottery. And my question is, and I said the same thing at the time, do we need a math lesson? Right. If you, if you have the worst record in the league, I feel like we have to go over this again. Yeah, the percentages of you, the lottery. You only have a 14% chance of, of winning the lottery. So how can you be shocked that 86% of 100 happened? Didn't work out in your favor? Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, please help me make that, make, sense, make that sense. Yeah, they make it seem like having the, the worst record in the NBA is a golden ticket. And, and you right. know what? Like getting the worst, getting the best draft pick for being the worst, that's no fun, especially if it's on purpose. You know what would be fun, for me at least, is if a team really tried and they still sucked. Like, I don't know, the Lakers, for example. <laughs> Let's just say the Lakers. Uh, you know, not for, not for no reason, maybe just because we own the, the, the rights to their, their pick. But, you know, having the Lakers really try and fail. Oh, there's some schadenfreude there that uh, that I would just love way more than just watching a team tank all season for, for sure. expectations for sure. and potential of the future. It's like buying NFTs or something. <laughs> you know, like, wh why ruin everything now for what might uh, be, be hopeful in the future? It's just silly. Exactly. And, Joe, again, on the math topic, do you realize that the a team could go 0-82 not win one game the entire season, and they still are maxed out at 14%. Yeah. Do you also realize that, you know, people are talking about, hey, you want to be one of the three worst teams. The three worst teams, if you add up their percentage of having the number one pick, is still only 42%. So I know a lot of people are now in, into Vegas, and they're into the odds. The and analytics. That, and that kind of thing. There's a better chance that a team that's not in the top three will have the number one pick than the three worst teams that – people right now here in October are trying to sell us on of how great of an idea it is to be as terrible as possible. So, well, I mean, speaking of that draft, speaking of the Zion draft, where were the, the Pelicans at that point? I mean, we weren't I in the top three worst. Yeah. It was pre lottery slot eight, maybe yeah. and Memphis was pre lottery slot, maybe nine. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not like we had uh, just a complete wall to wall embarrassment, atrocious season. And we still won that draft lottery to our benefit. I mean, we're so glad to have Zion. And we didn't even have to make everyone completely miserable to do right. it. And I, and I said this at the time, and I'll say it again. I was at the, that draft lottery in Chicago. I did not go into that night, and maybe I'll close with this. I did not go into that night saying, man, the Pelicans have a 6% chance of winning the lottery. If they don't win it, this is going to crush me. This is going to be... Like, how could this possibly be that 94% of 100% happened tonight? Yeah. So I don't think the Grizzlies are furious for having John Morant either. By right. The way, getting that second. So, so what are we doing, Joe? Like, what, what is going on here? I don't understand it. And that's my first Jim Morant of the day or of Ooh. the season. Hopefully they can all live up to how heated I've gotten. Yeah, right don't now. hurt them, Hammer. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully, if you see Jim on the street, he won't still be raging and hulking out, and he won't just like slam you back and forth <laughs> like the Hulk to Loki in, uh, in the Avengers movie. It's possible though, so watch out if you see him at the gas station. Uh, that was a good gym rant, man. I'm, I feel the the temperature in the room raise a few degrees. <laughs> Thank there. you, Joe. Yeah, that, we look forward to more of those. It's nice to see Jim heated. Uh, by the way, he has ripped his shirt off. It is intimidating, uh, <laughs> but we're looking forward to more of those. Man, this was a fun podcast. We got Antonio Daniels, and we got a gym rant. I don't know how we could stack it more than this. <laughs> Certainly was. I mean, what a what a great way to kind of start the. Uh, the real meaty part of the podcast. Yeah, we're in regular season, season form. Exactly. Now. Regular season week one games against uh, Brooklyn, Charlotte and Utah this week. And uh, I can't wait. Let's get started. Yeah, let's go. So if, if again, uh, the, the Nets game is coming up, it has been highly anticipated. The Nets have been filled with drama and uh, we'll be talking to Nets reporter Nick Fridell next, right? <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, he's a very busy man. He's yeah. I mean, they, they, Ask him to come on ESPN Sports Center probably like eight times a day yeah. to update on what the latest developments from Nets practice are. Who's practicing? Does someone have a phone in their pocket while they're trying to practice? <laughs> who who looked at somebody in a in a, with a with a mean look and is unhappy and gave a death stare to somebody else because they didn't pass the ball <laughs> enough? But it'll be anyways. It'll be fun to check in with Nick and, and a great get, radio voice. He, he he certainly does. He's got the base going. I thought he was a perfect person to talk to with the Pels Nets being the season opener. So looking forward very much. To yeah. So to look forward to that on Wednesday. Uh, we're very excited to have him on the podcast coming up next. And we're excited that you listened to this podcast, spread the word, share it with your friends and pals. Uh, Jim Eichenhofer, Joe Cardosi here. This podcast is sponsored as always by seat geek. And we will see you then until then, Jim, go Pels, go Pels. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. I'm Dr. Erica Pond with the California Department of Public Health. This winter, remember to protect yourself against COVID-19 and other winter viruses by getting your flu shot and COVID booster, testing for COVID if you feel sick, contacting your doctor about treatment if you test positive for COVID, and considering masking up in indoor public places. More tips at covid19.ca.gov. Brought to you by CDPH. It's smart to use a smart doorbell or smart fridge, but you should also be smart about your money. A U.S. bank smartly checking account waives ATM fees in any U.S. bank and MoneyPass network, has no monthly maintenance fees with monthly direct deposits of $1,000, and has no overdraft fees when you overdraw your account $50 or less. Now that's smart. Open a U.S. Bank Smartly checking account in under five minutes at usbank.com slash banksmartly. Deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, member FDIC. No catch. Terrible in sports. No catch? Awesome in wireless. Visible is wireless without the catches. For $30 a month, get a one-line wireless plan with unlimited talk, text, and data. Taxes and fees included. No catch. Now that's a win. Switch today at Visible.com and get up to a $350 gift card when you buy a select device.
Port in, new activation, and completion of three service payments required. Up to $250 virtual gift card and up to $100 instant device discount. Additional terms apply. For data management practices, learn more at Visible.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you on the hunt for a new home this spring? But don't know where to start? Fisher Homes is your solution. Your new home should reflect you from the front door to the kitchen and even your outdoor space. Start your journey by selecting your ideal home site, like in a cul-de-sac or that's tree-lined, and then choose from a variety of expertly designed floor plans. Bring it all together at our Lifestyle Design Center. Let Fisher Homes be your new home solution this spring and start making memories at fisherhomes.com.